beautiful friends. You're listening to Anniverse Podcast. I'm your host, Chance. Before I jump into the episode with Anthony Pang, which is going to be a great one, I really do need a quick favor from you. If you've got an iPhone, go to the podcast app and search for Interverse Podcast. While you're in the search window and you find the show there, you can leave a five-star review. All you got to do is click write a review, hit five stars, and hit submit. You don't need to write anything. And by doing that, you're going to put our show higher in the list of podcasts for people searching on iTunes. It's important because this is the review system is how the algorithm decides where shows are ranked. If we can get more of you to do this, the show will grow. It's good for everybody that likes the show. In fact, this entire thing will not grow at all unless I have help from you guys. So please help me out. Drop a review there. Or if you don't have an iPhone, just tell a friend about the show that is a artsy, crafty, creative, cool person and see if they're into it. And really big thanks to all of you who've already done the review. And also to those of you who have been showing other people this program. And really big thank you to you right now because you're listening. silky smooth delicioso drum and bass that you're hearing in this introduction all provided by low light a homie of mine from new york i say homie but i mean you can be homies with somebody that you only know on the internet through messages right right so i've been in touch with him he's been making great great tunes and i will just keep putting him on the podcast because i love drum and bass If you've got any music that you want featured on the show, whether it's yours or somebody you know or just something you're into that you think needs promoted, you can always hit me up and show it to me. I'm always looking for new stuff to play on these intros. And I even ask people for permission these days. So (laughs) I'd love to have somebody, you know, approach me with some music all ready to go that I like. So make my job easier. Help me out there. And another way you can help out the show, the biggest way ever, is through Patreon. It's been a little while since I got a a new subscriber on Patreon. I'm not getting nervous or anything. I know I'm going to get more subscribers, but I do have to keep reminding you that this show is completely listener supported. I don't make any money off of this except for what people on Patreon give me. And I don't really make that money either because there are expenses related to making this show. And so far, every dollar that I've got from you guys on patreon every dollar i've been hugely grateful for it's all gone to pay for stuff like hosting the show on soundcloud pay for equipment that i need pay for i don't know all kinds of stuff equipment like the headphones i'm wearing some advertising i did for the show it had to pay for that i'm not going to do that anymore because i think it's bogus so that money will not get wasted that way anymore i didn't waste that much like Probably 40 or 50 bucks on Facebook ads, though, and man, was it completely ineffective. Facebook's the devil, but I'm not going to rant about that. You've probably already heard me rant about that if you're a listener, and I will rant about it some more. However, I do want to reiterate, if you could get on patreon.com forward slash interverse, pledge at least $1, you will be linking up your energy to this program. You will be sending your intention in a physical form 
that you want the show to continue existing and you want it to grow and expand. You'll get access to exclusive content. Even for $1, there's a lot of stuff you'll get. Whether it's episodes that are not online to the general public, like older episodes, which maybe those aren't that exciting because I was kind of a noob at podcasting, but hey, for $3 tier people, which that's the tier that I personally recommend joining, you'll get this con- uh, this conversation with Anthony Pang's already going to be up there as a video, actually. So if you want video versions of episodes, you want them early, and you want to have those without any of this intro crap where I'm begging you for Patreon money, you can go straight there, jump on, get the video episode. Even if you don't want to see our faces, you can still get the interview early just by being a subscriber. And also yesterday, which I don't know what day this will end up dropping, but sometime not very long ago, I just put up 37 images of my artwork on there for you to use for whatever you want or enjoy or not look at whatever's cool the episode i did previously with jazz if you've heard that there's a part two to that episode that's literally doubling the content i'm not going to be the kind of podcast that makes you subscribe to get the full episode every time but every once in a while there'll be a situation like with jazz and i where we're like Yeah, you want to just redo our podcast conversation? And we did. And we decided to make the second conversation be the podcast and the first one we're going to throw away. And I was like, well, it wasn't bad. Let's just put it on Patreon. So there'll just be all kinds of random stuff like that for you if you join, even if it's not that interesting to get that stuff, but you are interested in the main content of the show, then please consider giving us a dollar. I say us. It's really just me, I guess. But you're also supporting my cats and my wife. If we get enough pledging going on, I can make this my full-time job. And I swear, I'm going to try to help you guys figure out how to make your creative passions your full-time job. Even if all I do to help you with that is show you people who are doing it every week in different ways. People that are mastering their own life and living their own dreams. We can all be those people. Let's go there together. But first, you have to support the podcast. Or don't. You're supporting it by listening. So don't think you're not supporting if you're not giving me money. Don't think I'm like butthurt about it. I just have to keep bringing it up and asking. A, because I haven't got a subscriber in a while. And I don't know if you guys knew that. I wanted you to know. I'd be so stoked with you. You can be my best friend if you decided to do it right now. Anyway, that's enough begging for that. Let's go ahead and talk to Anthony Pang. And I'll let the conversation do its own introducting. Introducing? Introducting? Man, introducting is not a word. But okay, Anthony is an energy worker, a manual therapist, as they call it in Canada, which is like physical therapy, massage therapy. I don't know about physical therapy, but massage therapy and uh, acupuncture. Acupuncture is something I don't have a lot of experience with, but I've heard really good things. So uh, let's talk to Anthony. And don't forget to get onto the episode links here in the description of the show so you can see links to all the stuff we're talking about including the qigong website that i learned my qigong practices from it's actually a really good website longwhitecloudqigong.com links will all be in there including links to patreon thanks for supporting the show thanks for being a creative conscious cool cat or dog or bird or whatever animal you identify with it's a free country i love you all enjoy the episode 
everybody. Open your third eye and heart chakras and any other orifices, orifices, spiritual or physical, that you would like to direct loving energy towards our guest today, Anthony Pang. Say hi. Hey, Chance. <laughs> How are you? Thank you for having me. So Anthony is a homie that I met at Envision Festival. Hopefully the first of many interview conversations, whatever you want to call it, that I'll have with Envision people. But if you're the only one I got, I'm damn glad I got you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Why don't you tell people a little bit about just who you are and when whatever context you want to give about yourself? Okay. So I'm Anthony, uh, living in Toronto, Canada, Ontario. Um, a little bit about myself. Well, I think we uh, we really connected on uh, soul level with uh, Qigong and uh, like kind of kind of like that Eastern uh, Eastern philosophies. Um, a little bit about me would be you know I'm I'm a practicing uh, manual therapy, uh, doing some Chinese medicine, specifically acupuncture in my manual therapy. And uh, what would you, what's manual therapy exactly? Oh, manual therapy, uh, like massage therapy. Oh, okay. That might just be yeah. a different terminology than we use. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> body worker or, yeah, so many different ways to, uh, I guess, say... Healer. Say thing, right? Healer, healer. <laughs> and, um, and uh, yeah, personally, uh, getting into a love to move. Uh, and uh, so that's kind of like really where my passion is. Um, practicing Kung Fu, chasing inanimate objects, trying to put them in nets, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like, like ball hockey and uh, volleyball, things like that. Um, I guess just being playful, really. That's, that's, that's a lot of what energy work, energy work often does end up being a type of play for practitioners oh. I've, I've seen and experienced even. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it's, I don't even feel like I'm uh, going to work when I, even like today, just had like eight massages, but it, you know, just, just kind of, uh, get to, get to help people out, you know, it's a kind of a mindset. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're, uh, they're probably pretty grateful. And it's like, instead of just servicing random customers, these are, basically friends that are coming to you for help. Even like, I don't see how you could have a relationship with a massage therapist that was anything less than like a super grateful uh, friendship, you know, cause that's yeah. such a, it's such a big, it's such a big thing to do for someone to take away pain, even yeah. in a slight amount. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> just talking about gratefulness. It's like, you know, you know, just taking them into the, taking them into a treatment room. And, and I already received like, like gratitude a couple of times, even before they even get on the table, just, just cause we're just talking about, uh, what's going on in their life, um, how they're moving, how I want to, what I want to do, uh, with them for this treatment. And, and uh, I think maybe even just that alone, uh, there's some sort of, there's some sort of like ease that, that comes upon them. And, and, uh, yeah, that, that quote unquote healing, uh, already starts to manifest and, uh, take, take place, you know? So since you have kind of an Eastern tradition in your, in your healing work or your, uh, manual therapy, as you call it, yeah. <laughs> does that, does that also entail any Eastern perspectives spiritually? I'm I'm coming at this from the idea that 
you have such a strong energy towards uh, movement practices and energy practices. Like you, you are so personally um, in that frequency that every time that I even ran into you at Envision <laughs> was it whenever I did Qigong, if I would just stop and do some Qigong by myself and uh, just start feeling my internal energy, you would show up every yeah. single time. It was I, like every, five times. <laughs> I know, weird. totally. I, I remember seeing you and, then, and you're just like, I just run into you, you're just like doing Qigong like on the beach or like under a tree or like, it's just, it's just like, yo, Chance, let's see what on. I'm just Qigonging it up, you know? <laughs> yeah, it just happened. It's not like that's all I did, I swear. <laughs> I didn't even do that much of it. I, I did run into a few times when I wasn't doing Qigong. We just seemed to be drawn to each other's groups in general. Uh, for sure, for you and your, sure. Your other friends friends were also really, really cool, cool people. And I, man, it was just such a wonderful thing going to Envision. I recommend it to everybody listening, whether or not you're even into uh, music festivals. I feel that it, it was, was such it, a once in a lifetime thing. So much more than just a music festival too. Like Honestly, uh, music was a small part of it for me. Just the, just the classes, the, the, the yoga, there was one scholar, I forgot his name, if I had the pamphlet, but he, he talked about Tantra and, uh, oh, but, but like, interesting. but like Tantra in the form of like all, like, like how you conduct your life in every single aspect, not just, not just like, um, maybe how we would like automatically assume like a sexual tantra um that's actually and, real tantra what he's talking yeah, about exa- exactly talking about real tantra and and uh that lecture like really moved me and i got a lot i had like a lot of breakthroughs with that with, with i would that love to talk there. about that actually because i don't have the greatest understanding of of tantric practices i will just even throw out there that i might not even have the right definition of it or maybe yeah but what I've, what I've come to see is there's actually a lot of conflicting information about it. And there might even be sort of uh, good practices and some that are more on the black magic side. He, 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 he did talk about some of that kind of stuff as well. Um, to be honest, I can't even, I can't, I can't, I, I don't even want to go too far into like, like exactly the definitions because, because I feel like I can't even, I can't even articulate how well he, he spoke about it. Um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a, a lot different than like, kind of like how we see, like a lot of like westernized, uh, see it as like Kama Sutra and like that, like, like almost like sexual and, and it's, it's so much more than that. But I think sexual techniques are part of Tantra, but definitely not all of it. And, um, actually Qigong gave me some kind of understanding of Tantra when I heard other, like maybe some scholar talking about it in a podcast. Um, there's this really good podcast, Gnostic lectures from Gnostic teachings, I think is what it's called. And it's just check it out a bunch of different topics. A lot of it is kind of um, Christian Gnosticism, but there's different professors from different places around the world giving really cool lectures. And anyway, um, what I kind of come to understand about Tantra is that it's about it's about taking the cosmic energy that is constantly descending to us and like that we're constantly tapped into and connected to, which is also something you connect into with Qigong. But uh, it's about like rising that energy back up, sending it back up to where it's coming from, basically creating the circuit, the loop with the creating a positive feedback loop with the energy that's coming to you. And by doing that, you 
you sort of send your energy into the source and it, your consciousness rides up that bridge that you're creating. And, um, it's not all sounds very esoteric, but it's literally like, um, a way of achieving transcendent states of consciousness. And because sexual energy is so such a potent manifestation of the cosmic kundalini force or energy that's within all of us generating at all times and descending from above and rising from below that the sexual tactics are sort of a way of tapping into that energy in a deep way for those that might not have the, the ability to do that without. But I've had experiences where I've felt that sort of link up between heaven and earth, so to speak, coming through my body and consciously sent energy up and send energy to what you would call like the oversoul or your higher self or something like that. And it sounds, maybe it sounds wacky to somebody that's not experienced with their own internal energy at all. But I, I know I feel something when I do it and having a consistent practice of doing that really keeps me grounded in my, um, in my purpose, I guess you could say. Yeah, for sure. Um, that, that kind of like cosmic orbit that you're talking about, that little like loop, that's, uh, that's, uh, definitely a foundational, uh, um, it's called like a micro orbit or, uh, uh, that's like a, that's, a, that's, that's one way of saying it for sure. Um, and, and you're just connecting, you're connecting basically, you know, from the top of your head all the way down to, to, uh, like kind of like right underneath your, uh, Right, right underneath your genitals, uh, and then going right up the back of your spine, this like nice cosmic loop, and it's connecting your ren, your your ren channel and your do channel together, and um, and uh, yeah, that's just a nice like little as you uh kind of allow the your tongue just to connect with the roof of your mouth, then then like and you just kind of like breathe in, you're sending the energy down, and you exhale, you bring the energy up, um. Yeah, doing that for sure just in Haydn's uh, uh, meditation and sex and um, life and, at uh, large. Life at large, yeah. Um, a big, Being a big in thing. the body and feeling the body internally is a is something that we're not ever really trained to to cultivate awareness with, and it's oh, it's actually yeah. one of the greatest ways to to actually achieve presence in the moment of now is to. Listening right now, you can actually just try to focus on the internal feeling of your core inside of you. And if you really focus on this, even while you're listening, you can focus on it and you'll, it tingles and there's energy there. You can feel yourself internally. Yeah. I feel like just talking, just, 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 just having this conversation with you. Uh, I just feel like my energy is just expanding and rising. It's, it's so beautiful. Um, cause it's all based on levels of awareness, right? Yeah. 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 Totally. Just like presence, um, going back on, uh, just like that sexual energy. Um, one thing that I've personally, um, really benefited from, uh, have been benefiting from is, uh, for the last, uh, about five, five years, um, I've started practicing like, like, uh, retention. So, so like not ejaculating every time having a sexual experience and, uh, which is and, part of white tantrism. Exactly. Yeah. And so like that's, I think that's also, uh, you know, like a, like a really, a really, uh, just a really powerful tool to, uh, to, to, to keep, to, to keep your essence almost like Chinese medicine will like, will looks at, looks at, um, you know, semen as, as, as essence energy really. And, um, and so, you know, if you're, 
if you're expelling that too, 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 too often, or your, or your, um, or the way that you, um, even like the way that you, you view sex is, uh, kind of like of, uh, more perversion. Uh, like that's like a way of like leaking your energy out and you're, and you're, and you're kind of just like giving your energy away, you know, and you're not like holding that to you. So, um, yeah. It's almost, you could almost liken it to other behaviors that essentially serve as distractions that your energy is leaking in those types of behaviors too, because even your time and your attention span is a form of your energy. So just like, just like most things in our life or our culture that we're taught as far as, you know, the right way to do things or the normal way to do things, just having sex just to spooge might not actually be what human beings are um, optimally suited to do. Just like, we don't even breathe the way that we are optimally suited to do uh, most of us anyway. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I try, I try to as much as like breathe into my diaphragm as I remember to do it. And, uh, uh, I'm, I, I feel like really blessed because like usually that's a lot of my, uh, um, as I'm working on, uh, clients and, uh, and practicing, um, massage therapy and acupuncture, I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm always paying attention to like how they're breathing, how their ribs are moving. So that kind of prompts me to like, to do the same. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting how you like, you, you observe, uh, a baby and, uh, they're, they're doing exactly what they need to do. You know, they're, they're breathing, uh, you, you, you see as like a, uh, as like a to- toddler, like walks around and then like picks things up. They like, they're, they kind of like squat properly and, and like with like, with, with, with their posture, you know, and, uh, but then, you know, when we get a little bit older, we start getting stressed out, uh, teenager years, or even before that, you know, we, we start to hold our breath in. We start to like not, our energy starts to kind of, kind of, uh, get a little knotted up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, varying degrees for all of us. And one question that I was kind of hinting at before, but I didn't quite get to when I was thinking about like Eastern, Eastern, uh, ideas being a yeah. spiritual ideas being a part of your personal cosmology would be do you, do you think that perhaps why you have such a connection to uh qigong and to energy practices and chinese medicine do you think you've practiced this type of thing practiced these types of things in past lifetimes yeah absolutely um, <laughs> i found i found i found doing uh just acupuncture just picked it up in a, in, in like a moment. Like it was, it was second nature to me. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it, that, that definitely resonates with me. Like just being like, just, yeah, I've done this for sure. I've, uh, I've, uh, used actually acupuncture needles and I've done manual therapy. Yeah. That's how I feel about certain things sometimes too. Like, Oh wow. This is actually, this is actually just remembering in a way. It's, mm-hmm. it's cool too, because a lot of, um, a lot of us have had a lot of lifetimes here on, on earth probably by now. And we're at this cool culmination crux crucible moment as a culture, as a society in time and history where these separate, like we don't need to just go meditate in a cave for 30 years or, you know, these things that we might have had to do in past lifetimes. We have, we have a lot more depth to our souls than we realize. Even, even us in the younger generation, 
And, you know, once we start stepping into our roles as healers, as leaders, as, you know, people who with real ingenuity to bring to the world's problems, I think a lot of us, even people listening right now that haven't even stepped into their soul's full purpose yet, will find that once you start making, taking those steps towards what you're intuitively feeling pulled to, or whatever, what you legitimately want to do, not what you feel like you have to do, that there might be some steps that are easier than you expected them to be, or that they come more naturally than you might have expected them to. And especially when it comes to things where you're relearning how to use your body properly, or learning how to use it, training your mind-body connection more and more. I mean, like, for example, with uh, rock climbing, something I bring up sometimes, and we talked about it earlier, I was at the rock climbing gym earlier tonight. There is an aspect of it that is just your body adapting to something that it has the DNA to adapt to quickly, which is climbing around on rocks and needing to have upper body strength and, you know, not falling. <laughs> That's something that our ancestors have been doing forever. So a lot of this is in there. It's just like up to you to start tapping into it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I found, I found, uh, there was, there was one class, uh, I, I remember I just showed up to the, to the, you know, Envision, the yoga, the yoga area. And there was one class that just said, it just said body temple. And this cool. woman, this woman just had us start moving our bodies in like ways I've never, I never even like thought about. And then, and then, and we kind of, we started with like ankle stuff and then we, we kind of got like really low and, and moving around. And then, and then it pretty much just broke out into an ecstatic dance. And it was, and I was just like, wow, like, like that totally like just transferred over to the dance floor late, later on that evening. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just to even add on that kind of stuff. Um, I recently this past year started, started training, uh, Kung Fu and, uh, and, um, that's just, on my list to do just, just, just the, just the martial, like just moving martially and, you know, like the different, the different, uh, uh, stances you got like cat, cat stance, horse stance, um, uh, crane and, and just, just moving like that. And then transferring that over to how I move around a massage table, it just flows so perfectly. And, 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 you know, a lot of it is just like these strong postures that, that I'm connected to like source energy or God, whatever you want to call it. But it's just, it's just as I do, like, you know, have a full day of work, I don't feel drained the, the way I maybe I, I was before feeling drained. Um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like, like martial arts has definitely, um, improved my quality of life in, in that way. And it, and it just seems so natural. Like it's almost, it's almost like as I like leave a class, just moving in those ways, um, it gives, it invigorates me. So yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very interesting how, how, how our bodies seem to just remember things. And, um, and it totally yeah. makes sense that it totally makes sense that there would be ways to, you know, optimize the energy flows in your body and that certain mm -hmm. physical practices that may actually require energy and willpower to do and discipline mm -hmm. will actually leave you with a net of a net gain of energy after it's over. I mean, there's no yeah. way I could have gone through Envision Festival as I did waking up at dawn and staying up 
uh, hella late every night yeah. and even all night the last we night no without sleep. doing yoga <laughs> and qigong. And for sure, <laughs> I mean, I think four like, days of like I was four days. Free. <laughs> yeah, I was, it was just me and cannabis and and Haley, and that was it. We had uh, we kept it real. Well, that's sometimes substances are cool, but I actually had a really cool experience in terms of my uh, my consciousness development through the festival, where I sort of focused on the lowest chakra and worked my way up through them consciously and intentionally working, um, working to purposefully open them throughout the experience. And so like day three, I was working on crown chakra and doing Qigong and a girl, a girl from across the way just uh, says hi, like notices me and says hi. And she's like, I just want to say you have like a really purple energy going on right now. And I was like wow. literally doing that practice. I, we were just describing of like reflecting energy back up to sort like above and to source and uh, was trying to yeah. open up my crown chakra purposefully. It was super weird. And then, so I talked to her and uh, she ended up being with another group of people, which was actually uh, Haley had just met them and was hanging out with them right then. So it was like a synchronicity. We were separate from our two groups, but we ran into each other and then went back to our people that were already together. Super weird. Oh man. No, so not, many envision synchronicities. I, I, so many. It's, it's so it's funny. actually normal I, there. I think so. I think so too. I think that happens at like a lot of festivals. For like, sure. That's why I talk about like People talking about like, like all sorts of like the craziest things happening, like, uh, uh, like I, all over. Um, I heard some, insane stories about burning men and like and yeah. like just like my, my friends are just like you know it would be really awesome if we had like some caesars it was like early in the morning and then like some dude just shows up and like he has like everything to make a caesar <laughs> it's just like what <laughs> what, what is it? like a caesar salad no like a caesar like a like like a like an alcoholic be- beverage i don't or know like, what that one is oh what do you guys call it a bloody mary oh yeah we call them bloody yeah. marys a yeah, yeah yeah that's a yeah, better we call name. Them a ce- we call, yeah, we call them a Caesar. Um, yeah. <laughs> like with, that with, happens with to the, me with uh, edible oh, cannabis. Every This has happened to me several festivals in a row. I'll literally say, man, I wish I had like a special brownie right now. And then boom, someone will pop up right behind me with that exact thing. And Ooh. it's happened a bunch <laughs> of times. Yeah, <laughs> But festival synchronicities, that would be a cool thing to hear from, from people. Um, like the, the, comment with most, your festival synchronicities, people. Tell me about yeah. it. Most of the most of the most of the people that were uh, at the front because I was I, I spent most of the last two nights the the sunrise sets and I spent like the almost the whole time like in the very front area and it was I've had like you know like little little uh, hangouts and and just meeting people here and there at, at Envision and it just seemed like there was there was like five, six people that I spent a good amount of time with. I met and then didn't see again until the dance floor. And like, they were like, and they were just like, wow. It was just like, you, you, you spent the whole night together dancing. And I was just like, how does this, I was just so grateful for that. You know, it was like, it was like all my best friends, all my new best friends from Envision, just, uh, just uh, sunrise sets. Uh, it was so, it was so great. <laughs> I have, I have this weird feeling when I'm in that type of place that we're all a part of each other and that people that we're friends with, close with, family with back home that aren't even there at the festival with us end up being represented in individuals that we meet while we're there. And that in a way, we're actually basically all one big family with multiple versions of the same people kind of running around in different 
circles. Can I tell you something crazy? I, couldn't, <clears throat> I, I experienced couldn't, that I a lot. Couldn't agree anymore. And <laughs> and uh, my wife was uh, not with me at, at this at this. She was she was with me last year in Vision. And on Saturday night, she had a dream that I brought her. Out. She was there at the party at like and and this girl Nicole. Ah, oh, is it Nicole? I think it starts with the N. Feel, I feel bad for forgetting, but but anyways, <laughs> there's matter. there was there was a locust that flew, hit me in the face, and then and and then and then she and then she and then it went on her finger, and this locust wouldn't leave her finger, and it was at, at, and we were just dancing and going like nuts with it, and like she was like you know like just ecstatically dancing, going all out, moving it all around, and this and and, and this locust was not like just like not leaving her finger and and uh, i've had that happen with bugs and with uh, small animals at festivals oh, before man. where they literally come and hang out and they stay with you in a weird way like dragonflies have done it a bunch for my friend kylie and she actually has said that it's her father coming through who passed away because uh, wow. he had a connection with dragonflies and this leads me to another unprovable theory that I have about, <laughs> about consciousness and life and reality is that I actually do think that when we sleep and we dream, you can slip into the the body or the reality tunnel of another being and that um, we do this so that we can experience things that we don't get to experience in our waking life that for sure. um, are for our growth or for our benefit or for fun and for enjoyment. And then we also do this to help each other through difficult times and whenever you have that moment where all of a sudden you need more strength and it's life or death for you or someone you care about, and then you can lift the car or um, wow, you need to just yeah. keep running or something's going to, something bad's going to happen and you just have to keep going. You have dreams like this where you know that there's some situation that you're, you're striving against, but that you're confident that you can do it and you have all the energy you need to do it. And it, you don't even necessarily understand what you're running away from or what you're fighting or what you're doing in these dreams. You know what I'm talking about? For sure. And oh, oh yeah. so you could totally be, we could totally be spiritually aiding another being on earth or elsewhere, or even yeah. a non-human being with that is uh, sort of putting out the signal that it needs spiritual boosting to get through a difficult experience. And then the reason why you would even do that apart from, you know, being helpful and helping your fellow being is that you get the experience out of that difficult situation too, that is, you know, beneficial to your soul and your growth. I don't know. I've, I've definitely, <laughs> I've definitely experienced flying out of my body before um, instead of going to sleep normally, not a bunch of times, wow. but sometimes. So I know that there's something, something going on, but I, I'm going to require a great deal more of awareness cultivating through like meditation before I can get farther with, any kind of like out of body traveling shit's weird though. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, to totally. That's uh, yeah. Could it like, yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay just was like, you brought me to envision and I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Totally. Like, I, like her, I'd buy that. She, 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 she was just having that, this dream that she was there. And at, it was the exact same time that, that locust came and like was hanging out with us. And it was just like, and, and me and her, like when we saw that locust, we were, we were just crying because it was just like, wow. Like the energy of that was just like so beautiful. And, oh, yeah, that's just, um, you guys just created a miracle basically. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, what I love about them too, is the miracles always have 
room in there for doubt. Like anybody that doesn't want to believe what, what you're saying as being the connection that you think it is, they have all the right and all the ability to just go, eh, that's just a coincidence or eh, that's not real or whatever. But yeah. anything like paranormal or supernatural, I've noticed always has that way of possibly not being true if you're looking at it purely materialistically. But coincidences are too too astronomical in a lot of the cases that they happen, especially with festival synchronicities, to really warrant that viewpoint, in my opinion. I couldn't agree more. Uh, and it's just, it, 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 it is a, it is a thing of, yeah, if, if, uh, you, you can, you can believe in magic or you can believe in facts. And sometimes it's what's factual, you know, like things like that have validity. Um, you know, there, it, it doesn't really, it doesn't, things don't go, really go too far. You know, you have something like Chinese medicine and, and, uh, and the there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, people who just like who boo boo it and it's just, and and from 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 a scientific perspective you can't uh, you can't uh, measure chi right life force <laughs> so 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 just that on its own is is uh, is a reason to uh, to uh, discredit um, a, a healing mod- a healing modality that's been around even for though you, of you years. can actually measure chi you can measure that someone can direct energy in one hand and cool it and uh, warm the other like stuff like that, that. T- yeah, stuff like that. But, but, but you know, like, like, it, that's, that's like one way of like, okay, I, I suppose that's a way of uh, measuring it. But like, just in general, like, there's, there's just, just the word use, using the word chi and like, and, uh, you know, energy is going here and is going, going there. But like, talking about like meridian systems and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, there's, you know, the, from, from, uh, I don't know, just, so there, there, there's, there's, there's a lot of research out there that's just like, yeah, it's, it's all placebo, but it's like, you know what? Like, <laughs> the shit wor- the shit works <laughs> well <laughs> it's so it's so uh, goofy whenever anybody uses it's just placebo as an explanation mm-hmm. because you're basically answering your question with a question we don't like okay tell me what placebo is then it's the yeah. power of your mind or your consciousness over your body so how is that different than saying that your consciousness can c- control your life force energy your chi uh, like you're saying the same thing when you call it placebo you don't know what placebo is. Like, placebo is consciousness over matter. And like, that's what's important. It's like, you should utilize that. <laughs> you should be utilizing something that, that, that has that kind of effect, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> so I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson talking to Joe Rogan, which is a recent episode of their, of Joe's podcast. And uh, Neil said something that I find to be a, an interesting and provocative statement. The universe is under no obligation to make sense to you. Hmm. Do you oh, think yeah. that we live in a universe that we can ultimately understand in a, uh, a system of life that we can ultimately understand even from a, a perspective outside of it? Or do you think we're destined to always be somewhat in the dark or completely in the dark? That's kind of a loaded question, Chance. Um, <laughs> You know, as 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 the universe is ever expanding, there's going to be so much, so many new things. I can't even articulate how I want why I say this, but like, just there's there there's just so there's always going to be an influx of just of 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 new vibrations and and situations that just arise. So like, it's I I I think I think even trying to 
even trying to uh, put into words like how you how like you feel and how you how like your perception of like who you are and like just that like love that you feel for for you know existence and just being here is 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 hard to even comprehend from from a point of like just talking about it <laughs> i don't know yeah it's just a, oh it's so good it's like we're kind of always on a frontier of the unknown no matter yeah. what happens while we're in in time so to speak there's always going to be like a, a vanishing point on the horizon that we're moving towards I think that I, th- I I think that's what makes life really fun too, as well. I do too, but paradoxically, <laughs> whenever you connect to your sender and you are really in tune with source and with self, and you almost can like feel yourself beyond the veil and and uh, transcend even your own perceived limitations on the idea of death and just live completely without fear. In that sense, you actually simplify what life is down to basically just the Tao, if you want to come at it from an Eastern perspective, just the constant, the constant flow of change is still sort of in itself, a singular, um, simple, understandable thing, constant new vibration. (laughs) Yeah. Life is simple, man. You got, if you, if you look at life, like a, like a shoestring, you got, you, you're, you're born and you die. And, and, uh, if we don't get knotted up, then it's like a nice, it's a nice straight line. Sometimes, sometimes we get knotted up, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, no, totally. It's just, oh. So while we've been talking about Qigong a lot, we didn't necessarily even fully explain maybe where someone would start to learn something like this and, or maybe even explain Qigong itself as a practice. We just kind of started talking about it and yeah. I'm not sure we even quite defined it. And maybe possibly people aren't completely, they might be familiar with the concept of Qi, but yeah. well, just to kick things off, this is something I, I may have heard this before. I probably have heard this before, but one of the uh, teachers at Envision was talking about um, the actual etymology of the phrase Qigong and Qi meaning like energy or the life force. Uh, and gong is like to work or to, to to need to like sort of, um, need like bread in a sense, like you're, you're expanding something through working it. Yeah. Putting energy into it. Yeah. Energy. Uh, I, when I, when I, I learned Qigong, um, uh, my teacher just, uh, basically broke it down as uh, like energy practice and, um, and the way I, the way I, I, there's, I think there's, there's so many styles of, of, of Qigong. And so I learned a very, um, a, like a really simple 35 minute routine. And, um, and so kind of basically, you know, you can, you can, you can, you can have like a, you can, the, the, the way like I would structure, uh, just like a, a Qigong routine would be to, you first do a couple of uh, movements to to kind of shake off energy, shake off like kind of like stuff that's like not serving you anymore, you know. And that and that could be there's like there's kind of moves where you where you brush your body, where you kind of like shake and then and then stomp a little bit, but but you're kind of you're you're kind of like cleansing yourself, almost like smudging. 
So, yeah. so that's like, so like that, that's how you like kind of like, would like, will like start off a, a, a Qigong practice. You, you kind of start, just start shaking, shaking things up a little bit. And then, and then we go into, uh, tonification. So, so we, um, ton- tonification is like kind of to like kind of raise energy and, and, and specifically direct that energy into our vital organs. So you got like your lungs, your heart, your spleen, your liver. Um, oh, what else? What else do we use? Uh, your your intestines and um, and triple so warmer. triple warmer. Yeah, triple, that's that's not an actual organ, but it's like it, it's like an area of like triple tri- triple warmer or like or yeah, triple burner. Yeah, that's a, that's it, Chinese it counts medicine counts in the in this context. It counts. Yes, it counts. It counts. It's, <laughs> Chinese medicine is kind of funny like that, where <laughs> where the it's like. We're talking about your liver, but it's not your actual liver. It's your energetic liver, and then and it can get it can get really confusing real fast. <laughs> well, but, um, to interject there, it's basically uh, Chinese medicine on a metaphysics level. Kind of when you combine it with like astrology, it really take or alchemy. It's really got an as above, so below concept happening with the organs where the organs themselves are even ruled by the planets and connected to planets and have like a certain time of day and they have an energy body and a physical body, just like the human ha- has a physical body and an energy body. It's, oh yeah, it gets a uh, pretty, it's, it's interesting yeah. how convoluted it is, but it's also super, everything's super connected and um, has sort of like a logic to it. So it's not, it's not actually like confusing once you start uh, researching this type of thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. Once you learn, once you kind of understand like the principles of Chinese medicine, it's it, it's like oh, this is like the most simplest thing ever. And like Chinese medicine, you know, just it it's 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 a it's, it's a combination of using like herbs, using acupuncture, using food as medicine. Um, that is huge. Food as medicine is 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 literally like it's it, like like how you how, qigong like how you like the, the things that you eat every day and how you move your body every day uh, like that's like that that alone just just those two things like that's preventative health right there and if you're and if you do things right then your body's gonna function properly like just overall yeah you know like it, it's um it's it, it's so simple but um. Yeah, we 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 just it needs to be emphasized more, you know, like at a, at an early age. So go ahead and describe, jump back into where you were describing Qigong. sort of your your routine with Qigong. Yeah, so so you know, like after after you know, you kind of like like cleanse cleanse like un like energy that's kind of like not maybe not yours. I find that I find personally, I do the way that I wash my wash my hands after after every um massage therapy treatment, acupuncture treatment. Um, I, I brush down from like almost my delt, almost my shoulder all the way down. And, and, and I wash, I wash like just at my t-shirt line, like I even get up there, but I, I just brush the energy down. Um, and that, and, and that just kind of like takes the energy off from, from the, from, from the person that I was uh, just uh, working with. Um, which is actually quite important. For sure, for sure, and 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 there are for sure sometimes where I take home I take home stuff um, from from my day. Um, maybe um, you know, sh- like uh, like short uh, tempered a little bit, or or I I feel I feel like maybe maybe I gave a little bit too much energy to somebody, or somebody 
maybe ha- was was uh, like you know talking to me a little bit too long and 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 almost like taking a little bit more of 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 my energy of my time. So so sometimes I'm I definitely you're you're always affected when you're when you're in that close of a radius of uh, of just people. You know, like that is it's it's very intimate. You know. Yeah, um, like shamanic cultures, like South American shamanic cultures, even put so much emphasis on the taking care of yourself part that they consider they like they won't even see people sometimes, probably just to like practice to keep their own energy cultivated uh, at a certain level. I think like there's a balance. I guess what I'm trying to get at is there's a, definitely a balance you need to achieve because if you give too much energy or you um, you take on accumulate too much gunk without having good spiritual hygiene. And this goes for everybody, not just someone who's a practicing healer, but everybody, because we are all teachers and healers to each other through different means. Um, We all have people that depend on us to, you know, help them talk something out or give them a little shoulder rub or whatever the case may be. We, we all have a capacity as healers and teachers. And when you don't, whenever you don't consider how, the people that you're interacting with are energetically influencing you. Whenever you don't take time to have those energetic hygiene practices like uh, smudging with sage or like meditating and grounding, you know, literally touching your skin to the earth and letting electrons, uh, you know, free radicals diminish with that uh, grounding connection. Cause that's super, super real and even proven scientifically. Um, you know, without these kind of practices, you can actually not just have something like a short temper, but even get physically sick or ill and manifest real symptoms. Um, When I started carrying around crystals and just sharing energy with people at festivals and stuff like that, I didn't know about grounding and I didn't know about cleansing my energy and wound up having uh, health problems until I figured that out. So it's, it's actually, it's not just a, it's not just an idea intellectually. It's like you could be suffering effects of this in your life right now, if you're not having good energetic hygiene and it's not like I'm like telling you what to do. I'm just saying I've experienced it on a pretty dramatic level. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely agree. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, give you like a, a little bit of my experiences with, with uh, energetic hygiene as well. You know, even, even, even something, even something like between just a thought or, or having, or having a, uh, just having uh, a quarrel with somebody, and let's say um, let's say I'm having maybe uh, there is a misunderstanding through a text message between clients that um, and it's it's like that that's like um like 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 between massages or, or acupuncture treatments. I, I I look at a text message and it's like a, a friend's kind of like misunderstanding or there's something going on, and it's like that will like drain my energy to a, to, to a certain level. Like it, it may not make me sick, but it's like, it's like, Oh yeah. Like just having like, just, just, just like bringing my mind to that. And like, and like thinking about that situation that, that has an effect, like an immediately effect on, on uh, just my overall energy levels. And, and I, I find it really beneficial to like, not even look at my phone for like a whole entire day sometimes, you know, like, like my energy, my energy, I just feel way better if, you know, um, you know, start, start work at 10 o'clock and I don't look at my phone until, till 7 PM. And it, it, it feels it like, usually it feels wonderful, but, but, you know, we, we kind of always, <laughs> there, that's, that's, uh, there, that's kind of rare though, but, but, uh, yeah, it's, 
these small rectangles of light that we <laughs> worship have strange effects on our minds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, totally, right? <laughs> Drain <real>. us. <laughs> yeah, um, it's true, though. I, I mean, there's also ways of making the technology serve us. What the way I'm kind of seeing it is that as human beings, our connectivity and our ability to share perspectives, even across distances, is our birthright and is an inherent ability. And, um, you know, nothing in reality necessarily is the way that we perceive it. Our, our minds could always be in some way influenced or influencing themselves to, to rearrange the narrative of what we're experiencing just to make it fit under the paradigm of belief that we're using. And so what I, what I mean by that is that technology itself is really only ever imitating something that exists in nature. And mm. so our ability to communicate even like this, I yes. think that we use the technology as just a symbol for something that uh, spiritually, innately, we are actually always able to do. But that we oh, have yeah. to relearn these abilities and disconnect from the technology and come back to the sort of natural internet. But that might be a few generations off. Maybe, maybe, maybe in a little bit of time, but yeah, no, I, I, we're so blessed that we, that we're having this conversation. We're, we're, in, we're in, we're in different time zones. Um, and yeah, I'm, it's like, I'm holding the, I'm holding the little rectangle right now of light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's not so draining whenever we're reflecting energy back into each other and creating yeah. that sort of feedback loop that you only really get whenever you're having a conscious conversation with somebody. It's so great because it actually helps me even know what I think about things. It, it helps oh, me yeah. bring out knowing um, from a, from that deeper place, sort of like just tapping into an, ex, uh, an experience or a skill that you seem to already know about, even though you shouldn't. That like These kind of conversations can really draw out awarenesses in, in both of us that, you know, it's hard to get to just in daily life or daily thought. It's, it's a blessing to have this type of, chance to reflect together. I'm really, really glad that you you wanted to get together and talk about Envision and Qigong and shit. This has been fun. Oh yeah. This is this is so good. Yeah, absolutely. We've really uh, just scratched the surface talking about this kind of thing. Yeah. Gratitude to you too. Like it's just uh, it's 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 great. Have you uh have you have you uh talked to anybody else be uh from 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 Envision? Not really yet. Um yeah. I've got a few people linked up on Facebook. I'm really swamped with the nine to five life right now. Not to complain because I have a good life, but yeah, that's you know, good. Just making the show and uh, staying in personal balance while working a yeah, forty-hour work week is a little tricky because oh, yeah. it takes a lot. You got to cook. You got to you got to do the dishes. You got to go to the grocery store. You got to go to the gym. But it's all fun. I enjoy every moment of it. It's not like any of those things are a task or a chore. But yeah, if more a, people a, will get to Patreon and give me a dollar per month because they like the podcast, eventually I'll only need to work four days a week and then I can start learning Kung Fu. Oh, yeah. Get it. Get <laughs> it's it. Gonna it. Uh, you know, it's going to happen. You know, the, I think you will love, I think you absolutely love Kung, Kung Fu because, because, uh, or, or just like any, like any, any martial art that has that, um, that has that uh spiritual kind of like move like mar like like just moving martially because like you know like in my in my uh in my uh the place that I go and I and, and I learn um 
even just learning the movements, like the kicks and the punches, like it's kind of like just, just it's, it's you're, you're, we're, 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 we're taught to like think about the energy moving from our feet up through our torso out of the hand. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's like, it's, it's totally directing the energy a, a certain way compared to like, like kind of like more like a, like, like an MMA place where you're, where you're just, where you're just kind of like pounding, pounding pads and you're pounding like mats and you're just practicing. Um, it makes which sense is, though. If you're coming from like that root and foundation, then you'd have a lot of strength. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So well, the reason I want to do Kung Fu is to be connecting to my Qigong practice because Tai Chi, Qigong, Kung Fu, these are three pillars of Chinese martial arts and physical health. And I think they would synergize together really nicely. Well, I don't yeah, think absolutely. that I know that it's a fact. Yeah. So that's why I want to do it. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm like Steven Seagal. I've just always been drawn to Chinese <laughs> martial arts. <laughs> what kind of martial arts does he do? I don't know, but I think that um, if you are a police officer in Arizona, you can get like combat training from Steven Seagal. He's a cop. Oh, really? Yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I know. Uh, he got kind of in trouble for driving a tank into someone's wall, like through their house a couple of years back. I could be misquoting that story, but something like that <laughs> happened. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Steven Seagal. Pretty interesting character. Huh. But you know, he gives martial arts a goofy name, but. Also a good name in some ways. I'm sure he knows a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. The movies are badass. <laughs> I mean, not, all, not everyone can be Chuck Norris. <laughs> oh, man. That, I remember that. Uh, what's that What's that Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris? Is it, is it Return of the Dragon? Oh, that fight? It's so epic. Um, oh, my God. Man, I should probably like link to that on the episode page. Just yeah, a video just, of the Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris fight. Since we talk so much about just martial arts in general. Yeah. <laughs> That'll just get people fired up, I hope. You like water. <laughs> so um, one more question about Qigong. Do you yeah. know any particular like internet resources or links that people could check out? Some Any good video series or for Tai Chi maybe? Because um, mm. you know Tai Chi is another good entry point to these things. Oh, I actually don't know a good story about that. Um, Tai Chi. Oh, that's okay. My, my I, I'm going to link to a resource I used yeah, to yeah. learn, and it worked for me. So. Oh, awesome! Yeah, um, yeah. Because I, I, when mm. I, when I was doing my uh, acupuncture diploma program, we had a uh, we had we had a teacher come in. So, so that's kind of like where, that's where I learned my uh, qigong from. Um, and it's and, a very valuable know, thing. So people don't necessarily just give it away. I guess. Yeah, well, well, it, there you can you can most likely find find a, a style of of qigong on the on the internet, and um, but there I'm are sure thousands and thousands of schools of thought on it. Yeah, there's so, so there's some there's would have to be better than others. Perhaps, perhaps. I guess I, I guess it's kind of just like seeing like what what resonates with you, because I'm sure like maybe what will resonate with me um, might might be a little bit different with what resonates with you fully. And that and makes so, a lot of sense. And so, uh, I would say, I would say Qigong personally, cause I try to, I tried to do a little bit of Tai Chi and, um, and Tai Chi is, is definitely a lot more movements and it's, and it's a lot more complicated. So that like discipline, um, that like, yeah, it, it, I just found, I just found, uh, I found, uh, Tai Chi. Um, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be, uh, really in it to, 
to uh, to to get it. And well, and, Tai Chi is like a flow I, state thing. Oh yeah, there's it's just like just 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 to do like one form. There's like you know there could be like hundreds of movements compared to like qigong. It's just like it's a it's it's super simple. It's I super think people simple. should do tai chi because we have such short attention spans. Like we, need that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't done a lot of tai chi myself either. I've been more drawn to qigong, but I like what you said that it's like your own. It's almost even that whatever you stumble across could be the thing that is meant for you to find. So you yeah, should just Google sure. about it. Um, yeah. I learned from an online resource though, this guy from New Zealand just put up in multiple courses of Qigong, um, not just movements, but actually the straight up information about, you know, the meridians that you're working, what the meridians are, yeah. breathing practices to start out with. Really, cool. it's a long white cloud Qigong and Qigong is spelled Q-I-G-O-N-G. So long white cloud Qigong. And I'm going to link to that. So check the episode description. But he does all of that for free and he accepts donations from people. And I'm sure people do donate because it's life-changing stuff. I actually had even finding out about it for me was a big, a big jump forward for me in my life and happened super synchronistically and involved music festivals. <laughs> wow. I got to check that out too. Cause I want to, I want to, yeah. You can learn the forms that I use. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. Okay, cool. It's a really good resource. The guy, I mean, they're not the best made videos, maybe editing wise, but you can see what he's doing and he explains what he's doing. And he's a, he's a pretty shiny Ara person. He comes to even in a video in a weird way. Um, so how I found out about it, it's kind of a, are you down for a slightly long story? Slightly. Not, yeah. Not yeah. super long, slightly long. I'll try to be, I'll try to be condensed. So. It was early in my going to music festivals career. Um, you know, the early in the awakening because I was like pretty straight edge before I, I found the music festival scene and started learning about, you know, consciousness and advancing and all that. So I wound up early in this process getting invited to a sweat lodge and the friend that brought me to the sweat lodge had given me a pocket stone that was some type of uh, picture Jasper and while I was in the sweat lodge, I left this, this stone, this pocket stone on the altar outside the sweat lodge where all the energy and the blessings and prayers were meant to go to things on the altar and charge them. And there was a pipe we used in ceremony that was a at least 5,000 year old pipe that had been found on the property that belonged to Native Americans. And it had been, they just fixed the mouthpiece of it and is a big, huge uh, clay pipe that looked like a snake. And they they talked about how in ceremony, an actual spirit that resided with the pipe had come through that had been around since like it was basically connecting them back to the ancestors that used the pipe originally. And we passed that pipe around in the sweat lodge. And I, I had a pretty profound personal experience while I was in there. When I came out, the stone to me felt like it was charged with the energy of this pipe. Because when I came out, someone had placed my stone on top of this pipe. And so all throughout the ceremony, my, my stone had been getting charged up by it. So I started calling the stone by the name that they had given the pipe, which was Atoshi. And I carried it around for like a solid year and felt very connected to it and uh, just really enjoyed sort of the energy and thinking back on my experience at the Sweat Lodge a lot. And I wound up being at a music festival at Somerset Festival in Wisconsin. I'm just walking. Um, it's n- later at night and I pass... I passed by this girl, Brienne, we, we uh, lock eyes and I just have this strange urge. 
give her the stone that's in your pocket. And I was like, this is weird because I wouldn't want to give this away. I have a deep, meaningful connection to the stone. Why would I want to give it away? But the thought was super clear. Give that girl this stone now. <laughs> so wow. I gave her the stone and I told her the story behind it. And she was like, wow, that's such, that's so, um, like that's very meaningful. And I'll definitely take this and keep it. I feel like I should give you something, but I don't know what to give you. But have you heard of Qigong? I just feel like you should look into to Qigong. You should find out what that is. I don't really know what it is, but I'm just feeling like you should do it. And I was uh, like, because it was such a like a sacrifice to lose that stone, I really listened to her and I was like, okay, I'm going to go check out Qigong. And then I, when I got back from that festival, I went and Googled Qigong and I found the, the teacher that I'm talking about. And it, ever since I've had, and you know, I've had a practice of cultivating my mind body connection and my internal energy that has led to huge advancements and unlocking of a lot for my, for my path in my life. So it was crazy, uh, crazy meaningful. Wow. That is a beautiful story. It's cool because it's it's one of those stories where it's not that big of a deal other than to me in my mind, but it's super big deal to me, you know? That's yeah, yeah, you I think that I think that's just a I think that's a big deal. That's a that's a that's a life changer right there. It did change my life. Yeah. I mean learning Qigong yeah. can change your life. I'm not kidding. If you're yeah. if you're listening and you want something in your life to to get unstuck to start moving, why do you try moving your your internal energy around and and getting that flow opened up and just just look into these practices. Even if you can only devote half an hour a day, that's really all that is ne- necessary anyway. Yeah, you know, like just uh, like 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 doing Qigong, ecstatic dance, um, you know, taking like starting off your starting off your day with, you know, if, even if you just have like five minutes of meditation to kind of mm-hmm. just like subtle, like still your energy. And then and then you can take on each task one by one, instead of feeling like overwhelmed, you know, it's, it's, that's that it's all a form of, of, of how you're practicing your energy and, and, and and how you're moving it. And so like your mindset is like, that is a way of practicing your energy is how, is is how you hold your, is how you hold your mind, the the thing, the, the things you think about your, you know, impulses, you know, like, you can, you can be, you can have impulsive thoughts towards like anything, like, you know, buying buy like buying excessive things or or uh or um you know i don't know whenever you're having and when you're having a lot of really polarized experiences with other people um Mm -hmm. in any form whether it's through the the uh, glowing box or through you know (laughs) physical contact that kind of friction is actually symbolizing an imbalance of your internal energy and your internal perspective that energetic hygiene thing. So if you find that you're constantly at, at odds with your life and, you know, having friction that you don't want, that is that grounding practice that we described earlier, any grounding practice, just something that for you, like, even if that's praying to Jesus, like that could be your grounding practice. It doesn't really matter. And this is just me being preachy chance again, but like, I just want you guys to have a happier healthier experience here on earth that I know what has worked for me and clearly it's working for you. So that's that. (laughs) That is that. That is that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think once you start practicing that kind of stuff, that energy hygiene, you know, it, 
it's easier to feel good than it is bad. Like it's like, like once you when, when you, when, when you really like break it down, like it's like, that's a really like good way of putting it. Feeling, feeling good is, 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 it's easy, you know, like, and once you kind of like, once you get into that, once you get into these grooves of, of, uh, of uh, like, you know, a, a appreciation and gratitude and love and 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 just seeing like and, and trying to see like that everyone is trying to do the best that they can and, and nothing is really personal that uh and we're all working together to like you know to 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 co-create and and just have beautiful experiences then like you know it's like life becomes life becomes pretty easy but um you know yeah. one way of thinking about it too is like you could consider your energetic hygiene to be your spiritual diet like yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson again to to bring him up, um, the uh, astrophysicist, right? He is talking about how if a physicist wrote a weight loss book, it would be one sentence: uh, consume fewer calories than you take in. And in that same sense, that that heaviness that you can build up on someone and lead to depression and feel like a real loss of energy and tiredness, that is basically spiritual weight from negative energy that is accumulating on you and within you. And if you do these practices that sort of make you lose the weight, like dump the the excess negative energy, then, you know, if you have, if you're dumping more than ever you're accumulating every day, then your life will go in a different direction than it goes whenever every day just piles on and piles on. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't, yeah. yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> it <laughs> seems like an okay place maybe to wrap up the combo actually yeah let you get back to your your fam and your, your evening and you know life in general we'll do this again soon though i i would love to talk anytime you want to have a combo absolutely chance thank you so much for having and uh it's it's just great seeing seeing you guys and yeah uh, brings it brings it, it, it really I, I feel like just having this conversation with you really uplifted and uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna check out that uh that website that that uh that qigong website and uh and see what kind of movements that he's going on and how he's talking about it because that, that that sounds really cool <laughs> yeah i haven't even exhausted all of the um i've only done two of the four or so lessons that he's got on there so there's probably oh, really yeah he, he goes into more advanced energy mechanics i'm sure and i just haven't made the time to go through those courses, but they're really good. I recommend those to anybody that wants to, yeah. you know, start bringing energy practice into their life. And again, thank you, Anthony. And uh, I'm sure the audience enjoyed this conversation. It's been one of the most fun ones for me. Uh, much love, buddy. Much love. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to check out the links, everything we talked about and Patreon down in the episode description. And I'm going to play you out with this track by Rob Gasser. Thanks, guys. Love you. Peace.